This is Holistic Hysteria. Welcome to this episode of Holistic Hysteria, all my barefoot babes. And yes, that does include men as well. I hope you're doing well today and I want to invite you to have a barefoot girl summer instead of a hot girl summer or a barefoot dude summer instead of a hot dude summer Um, or whatever time of year it is. It doesn't really matter because when I talk about being barefoot, I'm not just talking about literally being barefoot, even though that is a part of it. Um, But it also has a figurative meaning, um, many different figurative meanings as well. And it's kind of more of a way of life. So I wanted to explain and expand a little more upon what it means to live a barefoot life. Um, And it's more of a movement. It's more of a lifestyle. And I think the more people embrace this, I think the more healthy they'll be. I think the more happy they'll be. It's really about letting simplicity be your ultimate form of sophistication. I think there's so much noise out there when it comes to how to live and how to look and what to do and who to be and all this stuff. Um, If you don't have like your energy boundaries up, you're going to like feel like you're punched around all day long. So I want to empower you to start being more aware of what all is coming at you from all the directions and how to handle it and how to, you know, create that life, that lifestyle and tap into that person who you already are. You know, there's all these ways to kind of like reach out and learn from other people and, you know, reach out and do this and reach out and, and try that. And, you know, there's all this advice out there, right? But a lot of the times when we start to feel a little chaotic, a little stressed, a little overwhelmed, it's because we're not also taking time to be silent, to tune into our own bodies, into our own beings, and using that time of stillness, even if you're not completely still. Now, you know, when it comes to like meditation or literally having some reflection time, it can look however it needs to look to get the job done. Um, part of my path that has gotten me to where I am today has come from realizing that for so many years and not to demonize, you know, a company or, you know, a culture or a lifestyle or whatever, but I was part of a community for years who really like hounded on, you know, you got to get up at 5am, you got to have this morning routine, you got to do this and you got to do that. This is how you be, you know, how you're successful. This is the path. And so, you know, I tried a lot of different ways. Ultimately, the, the kind of community and company I was a part of, your success, I guess you could say, monetary success is partially hindered or or um, accelerated depending on where you are in the company. So otherwise known as, um, you know, network marketing companies or MLMs or whatever, um, you know, I was fully immersed in that culture and I really appreciated, you know, what all I got from it as far as, you know, like I really came like a 180 from, you know, not truly having confidence, not truly, um, you know, capitalizing on how to live my days to be a healthier person from the inside out. But I think it can go too far. And I think people can get lost in like the, the daily, well, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this, I get a a gold star for the day, you know, or if I miss a workout, I've got to do two workouts tomorrow to still be on track. Or, you know, um, 
I, I'm, you know, you can check me off for today because I had my shake, blah, 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 blah. Like there's all these things that kind of fall into the mark of, you know, quote unquote, being a good person or being a good coach or being a good, you know, um, participant or whatever. Like there's, I don't know, there's a lot of layers and this isn't solely about that time in my life, but it did play it, you know, a huge part in me falling in love with, you know, fitness and health and overall wellness. But I didn't really truly understand the, the layers. Like as I kind of went on, I knew there was more to the picture and I started to feel like a lot of the things that were in focus were um, missing the big picture. They were kind of, you know, it was all surface level stuff. And yes, you could get deeper with it. And if you had a really, you know, good coach, you, it could really broaden your horizons, right? And it could really open you up to this life of, you know, self-care and self-development and, you know, getting to the root of any issues you have and truly becoming, you know, the best version of yourself, But, you know, without that internal guidance that you have to tune in and only you can provide yourself, you can get carried on to other people's paths that may not be the best for you. Or you're trying to make other people's routines or their habits and stuff, you know, stick for you. And it causes nothing but frustration and feeling like a failure. So kind of shifting through all this over the years, I was a part of that company for six years And while I did pick up some really, really great habits, I started to feel like, you know, like I said, missing the big picture and not really addressing some of the root issues that a lot of people face. Now, obviously, I was about 10 years younger um, when I started all of this, a little over 10 years ago, actually. So um, as I've gotten closer to 40, I realized that like, as you age, it may, and it also may be an age thing, which I know people in their forties and fifties and even sixties that have, you know, had six, you know, quote unquote success with this company, whether they're on the coaching side or, um, you know, just as, as a member, but I, I feel like as you age, there's so much more, and really it matters when you're younger too. It just starts to show physically more as you age that when it comes to truly being healthy, weight loss, the size of your body, all of that is not a measure of health. And I started running into this more and more and more with my clients because I spent a lot of time, a lot of time talking with or messaging with or running private, you know, um, social media groups with women especially, but tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of clients who, you know, may have had success when they're like all in, but then they kind of fall off the wagon. And, you know, I hate using that terminology anyway, because that doesn't lead to success. And I feel like those type of, you know, when you feel like you have to be on a program to be successful, like what's the next program? I got to get on the next program. You know, this new program's coming out and I've got to do it, or I've got to go back to this old program. I know I had success on. It started driving me crazy because I'm like, well, if you always feel like you have to be plugged into this specific program or you can't be successful, like, are you really learning how to live your life healthy? You know, and like, I'm not saying not to learn, like, I want people to embrace being a forever student. I feel like that's been a key piece in what's really changed, you know, my life for the better is learning how to realize 
that I've got to keep learning. You know, I don't, I won't ever know everything. And, you know, being a forever student really changed my life. So I'm not saying not to, you know, try new things and not to keep learning and all that, but it's like the mindset piece of it is so, so huge in how you take with what you're doing or what you're following or what you're plugged into every day, how it's affecting you mentally and physically and long term. So it's kind of hard for me to put into words, but basically I felt like I was doing my clients a disservice because the way that the whole flow is set up and, you know, as far as like compensation and, and all that stuff goes, it's all about keeping people on the products, right? Getting them going, you know, choosing another program or once they went kind of like a virtual library, you know, um, it was like a recurring subscription, right? Same thing with the supplement. They started adding more and more and more and more supplementation, but it wasn't in specific targeted blends like what I take now. It was kind of like this supposed all-in-one miracle superfood shake, which actually I think played a big part in my leaky gut issues and hormone imbalance and stuff because there's so many ingredients in there if you have, you know, have developed or already had inherent sensitivities or intolerances to any of the ingredients in there, you can't remove it. It's all part of one big powdery scoop, right? So even though there were different formulations as far as regular versus vegan or different flavors or whatever, you could kind of try around to see if there was one that like worked best for you. It's still a ton of ingredients all at once that it's not necessarily a therapeutic dose of any of those you know, great ingredients. There were some great, um, you know, herbs in there. There were some great super, you know, fruits in there and stuff like that. But sometimes there's just, you know, not the right ones working together or not enough of any of them to actually make a big difference over time. Um, when it comes to the, what herbs can truly provide your systems, which I have learned over the last four years, when I've kind of just, you know, deviated from this whole, got to follow a program, you know, shooting for that after picture, that whole before and after thing, that transformation that, you know, people can see on the outside, but you feel on the inside, you know, I'm not downplaying that that doesn't have a special role in people's overall fitness, overall health, a step, a phase in your life, all of that. But I just started to feel like that wasn't it. And I kind of pivoted towards more of a holistic approach. So just because something helps you lose weight or lose weight quickly, especially, um, doesn't mean it's healthy. And I felt like a lot of the people, you know, involved that were attracted to, um, trying those programs and finding a coach and all that stuff, everybody wanted to lose weight, right? And I'm not, obviously losing weight is important. Um, in several situations that I can think of for every age group, right? But it, it shouldn't be the only criteria you measure as far as considering yourself a success or not. And that kind of got lost in the wash with a lot of people I worked with, you know, trying to help them celebrate as many non-scale victories as possible. You know, like if they were sleeping better, if they were regular, I can't believe, especially over the last four years, um, becoming more of a natural health specialist that... There's so many people who don't have regularity, digestive regularity. I know it's not sexy to talk about, but if that's not something that's working well for you, 
it doesn't matter what you weigh, you know, or it, it shouldn't, um, because that's miserable. And if that's such a key bodily function to determine whether or not you're actually healthy on the inside, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, in my opinion. And so once I started realizing that so many people were struggling with that, um, you know, they started maybe becoming a little more obsessive about what they ate and they would call it cheating and they would, you know, feel guilt or shame around certain foods. I was just like, you know, this is, this is not a way to live. This is not living. Um, of course, most anybody can get results if you're following something kind of extreme, right? So like, you know, if you're, severely restricting your calories or, you know, eating nothing but clean foods 100% of the time. If you were maybe, you know, drinking every day and then you stopped drinking altogether or you weren't working at all, out at all and then you started working out every day, of course your body's going to change, right? You're going to start seeing results. But then, you know, a lot of people would go all in and not really learn kind of what works for them. And they would eat what people told them to eat and all that kind of stuff. And it wouldn't be anything that they could sustain long term. So they would find themselves yo-yoing because eventually they would kind of burn out because they're like, well, this isn't the only thing that's important in my life. I've got to start paying more attention to X, Y, and Z again. Um, and that I think is got to be a red flag for people. If you're so overly consumed with you know, what you're eating every day, how many calories you're eating, you know, obsessing over your macros, you know, working out over an hour a day, like all of this stuff can, can be bad for your mental health and that can actually be bad for your physical health long term. Um, cause a lot of women I work with actually are very, um, they're, they're very much under eating. They're not eating enough calories a day. They're not fueling their body properly. So if they're beating their, themselves up in the gym, they're actually, you know, kind of defeating the purpose of all of that work they just did because they're not fueling it anyway. You've got to fuel your body. And, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm somebody that has a love for fitness, that has a love for um, you know, nutrition and clean eating. And I'm very passionate about teaching people how to be aware of what they're consuming and reading ingredients and all of that. But at the same time, I don't want you to become obsessive about it. Now, full disclosure, I was pretty obsessive for about 10 months straight when I first really learned about clean eating and I was starting to see results with, you know, adding in the workouts and all that stuff. I mean, I hated to sweat. Um, I used to think I had to get ready for the day and I was ready for the day. And if I got all sweaty, then I'll have to take a shower and do my makeup and my hair all over again. Like I was a little neurotic, obviously, um, having a, our child, my first child, our daughter, when she was around one years old is when one year old is when I first really started trying to incorporate fitness into more of my everyday life. And started learning more about clean eating. My mind was actually blown. Like I couldn't believe certain foods that were marketed as healthy contain the ingredients that they did. It's done nothing but get worse since like the 70s. And our, the nutritional value of food has plummeted over the last 50 years. And we have way more toxins, you know, in our environment every day from, you know, not only what's you know, put on the fields when the food's growing, but even if you have an organic grown crop, you can't help what's, you know, absorbed into the air, um, you know, from other crops that aren't organic, 
gone into the clouds and then comes down as rainwater over a supposedly organic crop and it has trace amounts of, you know, toxins in there. Um, you, it's just ever present, right? And there's no reason, no reason to be, you know, obsessive or be like, well, if it's just everywhere, who cares? It's just about bringing in that awareness of, you know, okay, well, what can I do to best support my body to do what it's supposed to do? Because your body naturally detoxes every single day. So when you're, um, you know, talking about detoxing, it's really just doing more to support your body's detoxification process. Just like supporting your digestive process, just like, you know, supporting your hormones and how, you know, balancing them out and all of that. And it really all comes back to gut health because that's where the hormones are produced and regulated. You've got the brain gut connection. There's all these things that your body is really, really smart and has going for it and knows what to do and all of that. The problem is a lot of the things in our everyday life kind of inhibit the way our body's supposed to function. So to me, the, the basic understanding, the basic mission of being a quote unquote barefoot lifestyle person is really bringing in that awareness and knowing that, you know, there's no all or nothing. You can't be completely toxin free and, and hundred percent clean eating and all of that and super duper healthy all of the time. But the mission should be to really support the way your body is supposed to function. So, you know, making, creating habits, creating these daily behaviors, I do come from a background as a behavior analyst and kind of switched from, you know, teaching behaviors and language and, you know, trying to um, reduce problem behaviors or whatever in children, it really kind of morphed into realizing, okay, the same behavior principles, it's just how behavior works, right? So applying it to creating healthy habits, you know, it's a lot of the same basic principles. And so my understanding of that helped me do it. And then I try to pass that on to my clients so that when you, I feel like when you have that understanding of the why behind what you need to do, it makes it a little more easier to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And this is why, um, versus if somebody's just telling you to do it, and you don't have that understanding of why, it's just like, eh, okay, well, they told me to do this, but, you know, I don't really know why, it doesn't really make sense to me fully, but I'll try it, you know, so then if the, um, if the tough gets going, then you feel like it's, it's easier to give up if you don't really have that understanding, so I want to bring about this movement of awareness and understanding and bringing in that strong foundation with the five pillars of health, mindset, nutrition, hydration, sleep, and movement. Notice I didn't say exercise, I said movement, because there's a lot of purposeful movement we can do out there that really helps our body function better, whether it's, you know, helping your energy flow the right way, whether it's just moving your body because you can, um, you know, when it comes to stretching or dancing or walking, like walking is such an underrated movement. I mean, our bodies were meant, made to walk. And so you aren't necessarily made to like throw barbells over your head and stuff like that. Not that you can't and not that that won't be helpful in some ways. It's just the basic movement that we were created to do is walk. So at the very least, embracing some of those basic purposeful movements, you're going to start feeling better. You're going to start functioning better. So my Barefoot and Balance program really helps you understand that in these five pillars, having 
you know, even the tiniest little habit that you create in each of those five pillars is something you do most every day, you're going to create a healthy lifestyle. And that is the foundation of creating a healthy lifestyle because it's something you're always going to do and it's something you're going to build upon. Because as you start to master these new behaviors, these new habits, you can add more to think about each pillar as like each, you know, a jar or whatever, like holding up the strong table that is the rest of your body, right? So filling up each of those jars to be stronger and stronger, bigger and bigger, more and more full is how you need to approach creating that healthy foundation for yourself. So when I talk about being barefoot, you know, your feet are the foundation of your body and the stronger your feet are, the better your body's able to move. I work out barefoot. I encourage my clients to work out barefoot. You don't have to, but the studies are showing that a lot of people who've kept their feet in shoes all day, every day, have really, really weak feet, have really, really weak arches. If you're always using arch support, if you're always, you know, really squishing your toes into these really pointed shoes, your feet are going to be weak and therefore your body is going to be weaker because you have to have that strong foundation to build that strong body on top of it. Just like you need to have a strong foundation of health to have that healthy lifestyle foundation to build upon, to build that healthy lifestyle. I want people to realize that if you feel like you have to be plugged into a program to be successful, you're missing the boat. You're not truly tuning in and figuring out what works for you. Like I could tell people what to eat specifically, you know, healthy, what are considered healthy foods all day. But until you test those foods out for yourself, you're not going to know whether or not they're going to work. I have worked with people before who, you know, may have had digestive issues or whatever. And it turns out that it was a healthy food that they were eating every single day that ended up giving them those digestive issues because you can create intolerances in your body. Or maybe it's just a food you don't digest well. It doesn't work well for you. So instead of waiting for somebody to come save you with this perfect cookie cutter meal plan, you need to really be excited about being a forever student. Think of it as a big experiment. And I can lead you through this experiment with my Barefoot and Balance program. But even if you don't do my program, I still want to invite you to have a Barefoot Summer. And literally and figuratively is what I'm talking about. So getting outside barefoot, walking around in the grass, you know, it's called grounding or earthing. Um, You're literally getting into the dirt, which the dirt's good for you for a lot of different reasons, because especially when you're in your own environment, like where you spend most of your time, you're getting that bacteria, that good bacteria, that exchange of, you know, um, the energy and the bacteria from wherever you are into your body, because you're literally touching the earth with your skin, right? Um, there's lots and lots of health benefits that from that showing that it actually reduces inflammation in the body as well. So it's just something to start trying if you're not already doing, walking around your house barefoot, maybe working out barefoot more often, um, you know, kicking off those shoes when you don't need them. Um, don't worry, I'm not in the camp of never ever wearing shoes like out in public and all that stuff. There is a group on um, social media that I joined a long time ago just because I was curious and it's literally a barefoot living society of people who have like abandoned shoes like in all environments and it's very interesting I'm not there yet I do love my shoes I do occasionally still wear heels and stuff like that but um, I also am barefoot 
a lot of the time. I actually really dread when it gets wintertime and cold and I have to wear socks and boots and all of that stuff. But um, still in my house as much as possible uh, and barefoot. So, um, and you can still go grounding, you know, as long as the grass isn't covered in snow. It won't be too miserable, right, in the wintertime to walk around barefoot outside, even just for a few minutes. So, um, but like I said, it doesn't have to just be literally. It's also figuratively... Um, you know, elaborated way of living that I want to impart upon you and for you to be just a little more adventurous with, you know, the foods you try, um, maybe listening to some podcasts you never have before, maybe trying lemon in your water or trying some adaptogen herbs or, you know, being a little more, um, disciplined, I guess, to try different ways of getting better sleep. Um, that's my weakest pillar of health, but when I'm asleep, I usually sleep great. Um, you know, getting back to having dreams and to not waking frequently in the night and to wake up rested and all of that, that's goals, right? And if you're not experiencing that and you don't have little bitties, obviously if you have children that are waking you up, um, it's one thing. I'm more trying to, you know, keep my husband snoring from waking me up, but all of that said, I've really improved my sleep over time. And um, same with the movement. Even if I don't get a formal quote unquote workout every day, I'm still moving my body with purpose every day. So all of those five pillars of health are really, once you realize what they are, what they mean and how you can start building upon them, it's really easy. So if it sounds overwhelming right now, trust me, it'll get easier. If you really want um, some more direction, a little more in-depth, you know, information about all of that, that's why you should join my program. If you want the one-on-one coaching aspect along with that program where I check in with you every single week, you know, on a one-on-one phone call and we, you know, go over what goals you're going to um, decide for yourself and I'm going to hold you accountable Um, I have that layer of the program as well. So you can either kind of do it more on your own or you can go through it with more one-on-one approach with me. And I have to tell you, every single client that has ever gone through my program has benefited in some way where they've had the understanding of how to create these habits for them that are going to last a lifetime. And they approach life with more of a better, not perfect instead of an all or nothing approach. You've got to ditch that you know, perfectionism mentality and just, I don't know, flow with it a little more, just flow with life and, you know, realize that all the answers you need are already in you. And there's not somebody out there that's going to tell you exactly what to do to get this certain result that maybe you really truly don't even want in the first place. Because you've got to go ahead and get to the point where you understand who you are and you love yourself and all of that. Because I promise getting to a certain dress size pants size, whatever, isn't going to immediately lead to self-love. That comes first. So while I think it's, you know, obviously being stronger and, you know, incorporating that functional fitness into your life and, you know, maybe looking a certain way or being a certain size or whatever, there's nothing wrong with all of that, but it has to kind of fit into your life holistically and, um, be something you can sustain. If you feel like, you're always depriving yourself or you're always restricting or, um, you know, you're not really truly living life. You're always thinking about what you're supposed to be doing. 
then that's not truly living. So I want to help you live, but I also want to help you be healthy. And you can find your balance with that. I've done it and I've helped other people do it. And nothing's linear, you know, like things are going to happen in your life that throw you for a loop, you know, whether it's losing someone you love or, you know, having a financial issue or moving or changing jobs or whatever. Like these are all life events that, you know, blip your daily routine and it's going to happen. So instead of letting it throw you all off and you sending yourself down some sort of shame spiral because you missed a workout or you missed a week of workouts, learn how to adapt. If if you can get to the point where you're adapting to what life throws at you, you're going to keep winning. So let me help you get more barefoot. Let me help you get more barefoot and balanced. Really just embrace this barefoot movement. I promise you that if you give it a shot, and remember, because results aren't linear, you've got to stick with it so that you actually see those results come however they're going to come. And it's not just about what the scale says. It's not just about the size clothes you wear. There's so many things that happen in your life when you start to, you know, have these actions, these behaviors, these daily habits that are more aligned with who you are, who you want to be, and how you want to live your life, okay? Because you already have gifts. Are you using them? Are you following? Are you, you know, living out your life's purposes? Are you following what you're meant to be doing? Because when you're living more towards that, the other stuff is going to make more sense too as far as, you know, creating your habits to be a healthier person. And it's when you're healthier, you're able to do more as far as living into your purpose, right? Um, so really reducing that noise, you know, kind of calming the chaos, all of that is more possible when you become more barefoot. Think simplified, think simple, think strong foundation, think vulnerable, think open, think free, all of that. So I hope I've made you excited to live more of a barefoot lifestyle. And if you're interested in joining my Barefoot and Balanced program, definitely reach out to me, social media, my email, my website, barefootfitjess.com or barefootfitjess is how you'll find me on social media. And I would love to chat with you to see if it's going to be a good fit for you. I can guarantee you'll benefit from it. And I really look forward to just hearing more about how you guys are living a barefoot lifestyle. So until the next episode, keep living barefoot. This is Holistic Hysteria. Hysteria.